Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, Austin, surrounding areas? Hey, wherever you are, this is The Grapevine here on K-A-Z-I-F-M. If you're online, www.kazifm.org. I am Giannis Banks. As always, I'm here with my litigious little e- uh, co-host, <laughs> Miss Nikki Wooding, how are you? Why are you laughing over there? Litigious was your adjective today. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I almost called you my litigious lawyer, so whatever, though. Let's... Love we rolling. Uh-huh. <laughs> it took me a while to say what what your role is here on here. No, I was sitting there when you, when you started the show, and we were like, yes, yes. Y'all remember that Herbal Essence commercials? Like, uh-huh. they were like, yes, yes, and then they would be like washing their hair. Yep. That's what you sounded like. But hey, good morning. <laughs> um, good morning. Good morning. Well, we have made it to the last Friday of January. Is this the last Friday? I think so. I, really I think don't. it sounds good. I, I, I don't know. Oh, no, we don't. We have one more. My bad. I was trying to rush us a little bit. Look, man, let us get through. I know. I, I'm sorry. Man, you know. I know what my password is. Mm-mm. It's usually your birthday. No, if you have a kid, it's your kid's birthday. That ain't it either. Oh, Those okay. should not be, ever be your passwords. Hey, that's what it, um, I read as the most commonly used passwords of adults is either their birthday or their child's birthday. Hey, I remembered. Mm. Okay. I can now see what we did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, thank you, of course, for tuning in. We have a lot coming up today. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot going on, of course, in Florida. Florida's Florida, and we have a very politics-heavy show today. Do we? Yeah, we do. We do, probably, we do. I should probably know, right? You should know this. You're right. Um, before we get started, just want to send another happy birthday shout-out, because they're still celebrating. So, Mom and Cindy, happy birthday. Hey. Hope they still are enjoying their celebration um, See, you yeah, know, if you had told me, I would have had that happy birthday song going. And you knew last week, right? I know. I didn't know you was going to do this again today. I still would have had a happy birthday. I, I know, but last week when we said this was happy birthday plan, no, because you exactly, you and then at the last minute, you're like, oh, ooh, before before no, we go, no, I want to make sure because you had moved on. That's fine if you don't want to give my mama a soundtrack. That's, that's fine. Fault. That's fine. That's your fault that you did not. Do it's your okay. Job. I charge, I'll charge it to your heart. Yeah. You I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I said that right. Do your job. Whatever. So, time. with that being said, just uh-huh. want to send a happy birthday shout out to them and a heavenly birthday to Bethany Norwood. Just want to send that happy birthdays out. All right. So, we're getting started. Um, Yeah. What is going on? Because you know Texas legislature mm-hmm. more than anybody I know. Mm-hmm. So, they want to end a state holiday commemorating Confederate veterans. Yeah, it's been going on for three sessions, which would be six years now. Okay. Um, truthfully, longer than that. So, what is this Confederate holiday? That was yesterday. Oh, what it was? Yeah, it was Confederate Heroes uh, holiday, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's it's good. Not, it's good. It's not good that that... It's a holiday. It's good. You didn't know. Oh, okay. When you're sitting there like, oh, I, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Because <laughs> I was scrolling through the calendar like, how did I miss this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so it's like, a, what do they call it for state employees? It's a skeleton day for them where they can either work The Halloween? Not, yeah, have a light crew where you can work it and you'll have time built off. Whatever, whatever. Okay. It's just really weird um, that we are honoring people who try to who fought to enslave a whole group to keep people enslaved that tore apart this whole country that lost a war um i don't know how they're heroes but 
Yes. How we're celebrating losers. I don't know. It's what we do. Um, okay. It, it's it's the Texas way, apparently. And a few other states as well. I'm about to say, it's not just Texas. Mississippi does it also. Um, <sighs> Tennessee, I believe, has one also. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of weird because sometimes it falls on Dr. King's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you could be celebrating both on the same day. Uh, yeah, so Rep Jarvis. Is that by design? Um, mm. I, I can't okay. confirm anyway. or deny that one. I really, I wish I could say yay or nay. Uh, you know, because like on the Capitol grounds, you have these two, you have multiple statues honoring the Confederate, and then you have the Emancipation um, statue as well that was put up there, or monument that was put up there. But mm-hmm. um, they used to separate the birthdays of Davis, General Davis, Jefferson Davis, of course, President Jefferson Davis of the Confederate. And Robert E. Lee, they used to separate them as separate days, and then they, in '73, decided to bring it into Confederate Heroes Day. Mm. Um, is what they decided. So Jarvis Johnson, for the past three sessions now, has been filing a bill and trying to get it passed to do away with Confederate Heroes Day. Uh, he says when we talk about Confederate Heroes Day, it's a remembrance of a horrible past. Mm-hmm. He is black, by the way. He's out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a press conference about this the other day. Uh, he says a past that has done irreparable damage to many of the residents of the state of Texas. Uh, so uh, It's interesting. We can have a Confederate Heroes Day, but yes. we can't think critically in the classroom. So we've ta- we're teaching basically a whole holiday of the Confederate. Yep. You know, Confederacy, I should say. Uh-huh. And we can't talk about the critical race theory and everything else that is a part of the basis of the Confederacy, which is slavery, like you just said. Now you, you get into critical race thoughts. So I know that, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm just saying, how much sense does this make? You can tell that they are really advocating for one side of this and one side only. Mm-mm. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, for the next. In the next 20 years, if it stands, um, King Day and this Confederate Heroes Day will fall on the same day four times. Yikes. This is from Nathan Johnson, who's a state senator here in, in Texas, mm. saying that. So, And, yeah, there's seven other states. As we mentioned, Mississippi was one, and Alabama. They um, have a joint, MLK and Mark, Robert E. Lee Day, because I think his birthday is like the 19th. Probably. Shout out, CJ. Mm-hmm. And Virginia, they removed theirs mm. uh, in 2020. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just a sickening thing to have. There's no reason we really need to be honoring these individuals at all. Yeah. At all. Mm. Oh, wow. But, yes, um, it is something that is done here. Uh, they can get a state holiday and network on, and whatnot, so... Yeah, so I I guess, you know, this bill being filed, there's going to gain probably a little bit of momentum, um, hopefully, it's, fingers crossed. It's been, he's been doing it for three sessions, and it doesn't get out of that. Well, that's what they say, that every time the bill is filed, it gains momentum with the public, so we have to see what happens public, this particular time. Public, yes. Uh, they did mention, though, how the current Speaker of the House was the chair of one of the committees where it was first done, and he never gave it a hearing at all. Mm. Um, and... I, I don't see this getting up to the house floor, truthfully. For I, I mean, I hope it does. Mm-hmm. But then some folks going to have to show their colors when they have to have this vote and this argument. And I'm thinking there's going to be some folks who are not going to want to have to. Right. But this could be a good argument to open up the conversation of bringing CRT back. Because if you want to tell one side of the story, then we got to. Open up the discussion for the other side of the story. They they have bills, and I think this governor and lieutenant governor, I think in their oh yeah in their inauguration speeches, I've already said they are cutting off CRT in Texas. They are going to probably follow the footsteps of Florida. Yep, 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 yep. So I got some educating to do for my little one, but hey, mm-hmm. do what I got to do. So meanwhile, here in Austin as well, UT they got a lot going on over there. You know, I know the news came out a couple while, um, couple of weeks ago about the men's head basketball ball coach yes chris beard mm-hmm. so okay so he was arrested because yep. of a felony domestic violence charges when his fiance called the police mm-hmm. and told him they got into an argument that he attacked her yep and left her with bruises mm-hmm. so i guess he was charged and he was arrested for this mm-hmm. incident 
and UT has fired him mm-hmm. as the head basketball coach. Mm-hmm. So the firing means that UT doesn't have to pay out the rest of his base salary of $2 million, which is due at the end of the 2027-28 season. Do you think they took too long in order to respond, UT? Because their response, I think, was like two months mm-hmm. after or uh, about a, a two more month or two, well, excuse me, one month. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got my numbers wrong. But one month after he was arrested on domestic violence charges. So, what, what do you think? Yeah, um, no, nah, I, I won't say it's been it was too long, because um, they have to go through their investigation, their process. Just because you were arrested or accused, you're still supposed to be proven innocent or not guilty, right? So they had to go through their process. He still hasn't gone to court. I know his fiance has come out and said that uh, I think she is redacting or whatever. Didn't want him what? arrested. Yeah, because this happened earlier this month um, when they fired him. And she's like, no, that's not what I wanted. And I know he's his lawyer uh, has said they're going to challenge this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I can't say that they took too long because you have to go through a process. I can't just fire you because you got arrested because we've seen people get arrested and and that be true right that's true so i think they have to go through their process i know that the times we're in and what we how folks can get but we do have to let them go through okay you were being accused you was arrested for whatever let's see what this is right before we just react right um so i guess they went through whatever process they wanted to go through he hasn't gone through the court process yet uh like i said his lawyer is i think they are challenging this because they believe that he shouldn't be um terminated and i think he was saying it's misunderstanding or whatever and she's doesn't want anything to happen to him the fiance so could he get his job back i mean we are in the midst of basketball season right now right i don't know how that works i don't know how that works with the lawsuit that's filed if he does get his job back does he want to come back to this place or does he just want his money and I'll move on elsewhere. I don't know. Um, I mean, look, look, looking at it from UT's perspective, what they gave it a month. They did, hopefully, they did some type of investigation and something, you know, to see the severity of the charges that were being brought against him. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of it, it's just like, hey, you know, we had to do what we had to do to protect our university and our brand. But given that what we know now if you know they could offer his job back right yeah i know um it was ut's legal department participated in the statement and said it was about you know something in his contract um is is what led to you know whatever so yeah they probably have some kind of clause in there that you know you have mm -hmm. to have some moral you know uh, standard and you know can't have any felonies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, and so yeah, his lawyer—they're they're challenging it, and I think we'll see how this play out. Yeah, um, as this is going to be an ongoing kind of deal, but uh, and there's been some employment, employment attorneys who also have commented on this as well. Um, so, mm. who believes that I think they I think there could be a case? You know, it's attorneys, so there's always two sides of how. Why are you making that face for it? Because the way you, you said it, the attorneys, way you said it, yeah, it's, it's attorneys. It's attorneys. You have two attorneys read the same thing and interpret it two different ways. That's that, what judges that's are not, for. That's not that's just... What judges, that's that what, is that's, not just attorneys. That's our people in general. Sure, but we're dealing with the law. So we have one attorney saying, <laughs> as an employee attorney, I think this way, and another employee attorney will say, no, nah, you're wrong. That's what we got judges. So it, it will get to... It will go through the whatever process it needs to go. I like to say that uh, us attorneys, we are definitely reasonable people. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've worked for attorneys. I'm not saying that y'all are bad people. Wait, the way you said, okay, okay. Like, I'm not saying you're bad people or anything like that. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's just attorneys will read things, and then, then it's up to the judge to decide of who's interpreting this the right way or whatever. So, we'll see. The most reasonable way. Sure. The, to the court. Uh-huh, to somebody's okay. eyes. Right. Um, All right, moving along. Uh-huh. So we have, I guess we brought this up a little while ago. We got a lot going on in Florida. Um, you know, DeSantis is on a rampage right now. Uh, you know, I guess challenging diversity studies out there. Uh-huh. It's a lot. Okay, jump us in so that I got some commentary for you. Sure. So, you know, he has his, quote-unquote, anti-woke 
laws or whatever right. that they signed in um, in Florida, trying to stop the studies of um, uh, diversity and, and whatnot at universities and at schools. And so he has asked for information about any schools that are teaching uh, in, in the state of Florida, any public schools, what have you, or universities, um, for any information about resources they are putting into diversity, equity, and inclusion in critical race theory. Because he's trying to crack down on all of them and say that you are, you know, against, but going against Florida law. In right. a statement for his, in his speech, he says, we must ensure school systems are responsive to parents and to students, not partisan interest groups. And we must, must ensure that institutions of higher learning are focused on academic excellence and the pursuit of truth, not the imposition of trendy ideology, which is what? what you will hear that being recited by a lot of governors and lieutenant governors. It's similar to what was said here in Texas. Um, so they're trying to make sure that basically we're not teaching about different people. Uh, and if right. You, if you are, they will be coming after you. Right. Uh, no, I, I, no, 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 no. Hold on. Don't say all different people because I'm going to go there. But anyway, they're targeting who they say. Right. And they and want to teach you about different people, different beliefs, different thoughts. And they go come after you. And if you are an HBCU, this is going to be a problem for you. Uh, I think FAMU has already came out and said 40, 50 percent of their policy of their stuff is dealing with diversity, equity and inclusion. And we know they already don't uh, don't fund the HBCUs as is, um, so they should have had these. I guess they wanted these responses by January thirteenth, and you have school faculty, school presidents who are concerned and worried, mm-hmm. um, and they don't know. And you have teachers, like I said, who are who are like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, mm-hmm. but this is him going after. Okay, I just feel that, um, you know, they want to ensure that our schools are responsive to the parents and students. A part of being responsive to us is making sure that we know the history so we can respond accordingly to future issues and present issues. So I think the best way to be able to be able to be responsive to children and um, and their parents is to make sure that they know the history of not only the nation, but their families and ancestors. And in order to learn those things, it does incorporate some aspects of the critical race theory with that. And if they want to create, and I I think that the major issue with this is we're trying to make history partisan. And history is just history. It's facts. They want to make history pleasant. Well, partisan, because we've made this into a political issue. They do, but their their argument is they they want to make it pleasant. Because the arguments they make on the floor is that they don't want to make, the argument they said was, we don't want to make white kids uncomfortable. Uh, in the classroom, so they, this is why I say they wanted to make it pleasant. Not they, they want to take the ugly out of his for them. Take well, the, we can say that they happen both partisan and pleasantry. Right. And so what I'm trying to say is, you know, we've made this into a definitely a divisive political issue, mm-hmm. and we are more and more going away from making our history a um, history. No, not well. Yeah, that, but. It's a bad thing. Our history is not anything negative. And having CRT and having this, you know, targeted like this, it makes it very um, concerning when there's European studies, Mm -hmm. there's Japanese studies, there's, I believe, Chinese studies there in Florida. There's a whole slew of different nationalities and religions that are actually studied there. And it seems that there is a target for this um, particular CRT or whatever they're making this up to be. Right. Taking it even a step further, this is what I also believe, I think you brought it up with the higher education, they're being targeted as well, like HBCUs. I do think this is an opportunity for, as a black community, we go into our arsenal. That means FAMU has a law school there. They will be great legal researchers for whatever attorney takes on these cases and help provide them evidence and support to be able to tackle these issues there so they don't become a cancer across the United States of America. And I think that that is a great place to start, being that we have like Bethune-Cookman there, FAMU. Um, 
I know I'm forgetting some other HBCUs, and I'm sorry, y'all. But <laughs> we have a whole bunch of schools that we can tap into there that have very intelligent staff and students that can really make the shake and bake out there. But I don't know. That's yeah. my I thing, mean, I, the, you know. the, the one thing I would say is, is our history is a bad thing. There's so much bad that happened in, in our history, and they, they hide from it. They want to run from it um, because... There's a lot of bad in history. Right. And they want to run from it. Like, yo, it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Or it wasn't as bad as you're Right. But you're there's a lot of bad. Be. But there's and, and a lot of bad to, in history. There is. And then they want to get do away with them. Like, oh, you make it sound worse than what it is. No, no, no. It was that bad. And it, it, it part of this is their way of, of, of yeah. Hmm. I'm going to... Um, <laughs> they what? are no. Um, Go ahead. What you got? And nah, I'm, I'm trying to watch my words. Okay. Um, Want to write it down? Text? <laughs> no. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> no. No. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be good. They. You will see this in Texas. I will say that this is coming to Texas. Uh, there is a bill filed already in the Texas ledge mm. to do basically the same for Texas universities and teaching and colleges with teaching DEI. Uh, and, and basically outlawing, out, out, making it illegal. Thank you, making mm-hmm. it illegal to ha- be doing that here in the state of Texas as well. Um, and you will see that pushed in other places. And you know, if you ever watch these floor debates, um, you will hear certain words and coded language to to lead to these conversations and, and see where they're going. Because this has been building up for for yeah. for years. This hasn't just been. Um, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. this has been building up for years um, on a m- multitude of ways. So, uh, yeah, if it's happening in another state, it's coming to Florida. It's coming to Texas. Yeah, and I and I totally get that. And the, you know, when it comes to Texas, I hope Prairie View, TSU Law School, and undergrad Paul Quinn, HT. Everybody, I hope that we rally up and put our resources together. I think that's one thing that I hope as a community we start reaching into our arsenal. We have a lot of weaponry, you know, a lot of smart people. We have a lot of people that, you know, have been just um, catalysts of change that we have not tapped into and um, that are upcoming catalysts as as change agents. Mm -hmm. So I just think that um, we need to tap into our resources and be ready to fight back. And I hope it doesn't just fall on those universities because you have those other law schools that that have... We'll have the Black Legal Society. The Black Law Society, yep. UT is one of them. Yep. And so, and we know their resources are greater. Call them out. Yep. So, this wouldn't be a time for them to be quiet as well. Exactly. They will be impacted also. It's not going to just be the HBCUs. Right. And as well as alumni who may have graduated from those institutions. Yep. um, Whether you got your legal degree or other kind of scholarly degrees, I hope that they are paying attention and willing to give back. Um, as well. Yep, call uh, them out. And and some of these firms who are on the side of right a lot of times that we've used for pro bono work for. And I'm hmm. thankful for the pro bono work that they've done for different civil rights litigation, whether it's been the voter ID bill and redistricting and the whole nine, because they've been used for that. But this hopefully will be another time where they realize uh, this is another time where their staff right. who have pro bono hours to use, yep. this could be a, a use for them as well to say, okay, this is this is serious. Right. Um, and so, so, yep, UT, A&M, Texas Tech, everybody. I'm calling right. out everybody because I know you have a black student organization there on campus. I know that they exist. And I know that y'all are able to corral, get together, mm. and make some moves. And, and making some noise. Some retired judges and others. There you go. Um, we need to make to some noise. Enjoy your retirement, but this might be a time for you to say, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Put me back in the game, coach. Mm-hmm. Let me come up off the bench. Um, this is kind of this is well, this not is, off the bench if they retire off the couch. Well, when I say <laughs> when I say off the bench, you know, it's a sports analogy, but right. not, not the judge bench. Um, but yeah, this is a time for you to get back in it and and, and do the thing because. Um, this is when also you, you have to look at your elders mm-hmm. who, who have that knowledge and say, okay, I may not be able to do some footwork, but I can tell you what I know and here's what it is. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, and this will be a conversation that maybe some of the civil rights organizations as well. Yeah. I guess I need to make a 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Somebody. Um, <laughs> and see, like, how, I'm in your brain already. How, are y'all starting <laughs> to put something? Because there has been a, a, a there's a black education think tank that's been created here in Texas uh, that was created last October, and they had their first meeting in January. Uh, and so I have sent information to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Conversations will be had. Mm. Okay. Uh huh. Um, also, I guess, and to finish up national news, you know, I looked at my bank account the other day. Okay. And She's I got think money everywhere, huh? No, I think that they took my money too. Bank of America. I mean, it's in another bank, but I think they reached in there and took it. <laughs> well, it's can I make car. a can I make a claim? It's probably in your car. Have you looked around some more? Y'all know I don't be looking. Uh, so it's in your car. So on Wednesday morning, Bank of America customers began reporting issues with payments processed to the money transfer service Zelle. So which led to money disappearing from their accounts. Mm-hmm. So if you I don't know if you were on Twitter, you might have saw some people tw- posting posting on Twitter saying that they were missing money. Some were saying they were missing $2,000. A couple are saying they went from a million to a thousand. Don't know how true that is. But, um... I mean, it's true if I say it is. I, that's what I was trying to say earlier at the beginning. No, yours is different. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing. <laughs> Um, on Wednesday, however, they did say the issue was resolved and customers were receiving their money back. If you have not, and you feel like you are still a part of this issue, like they you are you such a hater. Uh-huh. They are redirecting users to the Bank of America. I mean, to Bank of America, um, so that they can send their complaints there and hopefully receive their payment. Mm-hmm. So I know we're just on Friday. If you have not checked your account and you are Bank of America, please do so. You doing good, like Nikki? You balling? Bye. Um, you haven't checked your account. I check my account every hour. Found our way back. Yes, breadcrumbs. Well, I was talking about the song, but okay. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna breadcrumbs. No, this is Brian McKnight. Find myself and you. We find our way back. Oh, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. <sighs> Over my head. Yeah, it's fine. I don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, it's a prayer view. We be thinking deep. Uh, no, you be not going deep enough. Yeah, I was. I was there. <laughs> Simplistic breadcrumbs. <laughs> That wasn't deep. Ain't nothing deep about breadcrumbs. Yeah. I thought I was doing something too. Handsome Gretel, what are you doing? Here? Yeah, is that handsome Gretel? I don't even know anymore. Um, anyway, so you know, not in so good news. Maybe this is a good opportunity to, for you know, I call it the rerouting part of the journey. Okay. Um, so uh, Microsoft, they're planning to lay off ten thousand employees. Um, yeah, because I think it was Amazon recently. I think we just talked about them. They were laying off 18,000. Amazon, Google, Facebook. Yeah. Or Meta, whatever they Meta. want to call it. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, you know, um, layoffs. I guess people, uh, the companies are saying there are cost-cutting measures. Um, and they're, like I said, like you were just saying, excuse me, they're the latest tech company, company to reduce staff. In the growing economic uncertainty, there is... Um, some other companies mm-hmm. like Salesforce that said they're cutting their staff by 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said a minute ago, Meta for 11,000 jobs. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's. It's too big. We have the right size. Nah, y'all. Yeah. Y'all playing people lives. Eggs cost $80 a. a, a Not judge. eggs. You know, Castorones is going to cost like. What a, now? Is it called Castorones? What, what is those? The, the eggs with the confetti in them. I don't know. How you live in Texas this long and don't know what they are? A confetti egg? Yes. Okay. Call it what it is. I did. A confetti egg. Got you. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You so embarrassing to El Paso right now. I didn't grow up, <laughs> in, El- I didn't grow up in El Paso. But they're going to be like $100 a carton. Well, why not? But 
Yeah, Easter. I don't know what we're going to pay for Easter. Potatoes? Because it ain't going to be eggs. Gotta get you some of them plastic eggs. Yeah, that too. Um, but Get you some rocks. But yeah, hold on, hold on. Before we talk, keep talking about eggs, uh-huh. I know this is the economy. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of these tech companies right now, they're they're in the spotlight because I can't say it's only tech companies um, that they're dealing with these tech layoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, They're telling people to prepare Mm -hmm. right now, Mm -hmm. um, control your spending, Mm -hmm. um, make sure that your resume is up to date in the event that you might have to apply for, you know, a job elsewhere due to any layoffs. Um, Also, guess what they're also telling people to do? Okay. Find an attorney. It's been the old black people who wrote this advice for folks to do. That's what they've been doing for no. years. It's control your spending. Well, I get know. Get your resume ready. And, like, this, this. and find an attorney. That's uh, what they said. Because uh-huh. you have to make sure that their, um, I guess, layoff procedures are in compliance with the law. Yep, yep. And if not, you might have a lawsuit. So, um, yeah. Just mm-hmm. want to just put those bugs in some people's ear. Um, all right. Let's talk about George David Christopher Alfonso DeMarcus Santos. They got enough aliases. <laughs> right. He ain't got enough aliases. All right. So, I mean, there has been so many lies told by this man. Sometimes His mom was not in, involved with 9-11. Um, he's had a lot of different names, as you can, you know. I don't know how many of them that I said are true or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had a GoFundMe for a veteran's dog that he didn't give the money to. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to figure out um, whether where his campaign money went or came from. Um, you know, I just and then now you have the latest story with him, you know, being a part of a drag contest. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad the media is making this statement when they're telling the story. Being involved in a drag contest itself is not an issue. Right. You know, or being transgender, uh, lesbian, LGBTQ plus, I don't know, the whole alphabet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is not the concern. The concern is when you go to be a part of a drag show in, I don't even know what country that was. Uh, it's in South America. Was, okay, so somewhere uh, in South America. I don't even care where it is. And then you come back to the U.S. and condemn that same group of people. That is the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out here in the U.S. basically saying that, you know, um, drag and transgender it should not be recognized and all this other stuff there should be some laws in place to have prohibitive measures in place for them not to be able to engage in certain things mm-hmm. and then you go over there to south america and you engage in with the same culture rio de janeiro that's where it was mm-hmm. mm. so i'm just i just find it interesting i mean all of this is interesting that this is going on yeah, you know, he's um, of course he's got his house committees. They did appoint him to two house committees. Mm. They did. Which ones? I forgot. Okay. Um, Go ahead. McCarthy won't res- demand his resignation. Um, he will sit on small business committee, which is weird. And science, space, and technology committee are the two that he's on. Well, he has a good imagination. Yeah, imagination does. That's nothing. space. You need facts for space. For science. And that's, fine. that's a science part, but space. <laughs> I still need facts for when I'm out there. Don't have no match. I believe, I think we can breathe out there in space. Sir, he no. don't even know what space is besides and, the bar on his, on his keyboard. What you mean? Space in his head. Okay. Um, yeah, he's has a lot he's being investigated for. Um, right. They're looking into a $700,000 loan he reportedly gave his campaign. It's the district attorney's office in Nassau County where he's representing. So they're... Um, of course, there's still the fraud investigation. He got some legal stuff he's going to have to deal with as yeah. well. And you're now having more and more people saying he needs to resign. McCarthy won't do it, but um, yeah. Yeah, I just think that, you know, as voters and um, 
American citizens, we should be really disappointed mm-hmm. with the Republican Party and their lack of vetting their candidate. Everybody, his it, opponent should have disappointed. Well, they did do some because it has come out that they actually did try to put some stories in the newspaper and on television, mm-hmm. and they were definitely pushed out of the news cycle um, for whatever reason, whether it was because there was news there or whether it's because they didn't want to report the story that is up for debate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would expect, and I, I don't care which party you are, Democrat or Republican, I just don't want candidates any longer coming into our political arenas. That's not even just legislative. That's executive branch as well. Mm-hmm. Using the poli- using their platform as a me as a safe harbor from prosecution of the law. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that is more prevalent in a certain party than it is for the other party. And I just see that, especially since 2016, if y'all want to bookmark that date, what happened (laughs) in 2016 of our elections, um, I just feel that since then there has been a staunch increase. Sure. I I, I will say he's not being protected from any prosecution as being a state, uh, a U.S. congressman. Um, they are moving forward with, with those investigations. Now, will it take more than two years? Right. We'll find out. Uh, there is the chair of the NASA County Republican Committee. Mm-hmm. He has said that his lies were not mere fibs. He disgraced the House of Representatives. Uh, he is not welcome here at Republican headquarters. He's like, yo, these ain't just little, quote unquote, white lies. These ain't little stories he's telling. He lied about some. He lied about employees of his being killed in the Pulse night nightclub shooting. Right. Like they're like, yo, he's he's. This is not. Oh, I made five thousand dollars off this, and you made ten or whatever. He's he's just. I know, and then so as voters, how do you expect a person that lies so much to be there in your best interest? Is to vote in your best interest? You can't, and there is no expectation that he, that would be reasonable. To expect that from Santos. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that because they refused to vet or, let's even take it a step further. The vetting was before he ran for office. Now that he's in office, we don't have anybody even pushing the moral compass to say, hey, man, you've done A, B, and C. You mm-hmm. really should even consider resignation. No, we got him in space. Yeah. On a space committee. Yeah. Like, it's just, we have to have just some standard across just both parties all politics that when we put people in office i don't care what side they're from there should be an expectation that we're not putting criminals right and, and known you know, criminals <laughs> into these into these roles john stewart made a valid point i think um he says i really think that the reason why his scandal people shout about it and things and nobody really cares is because of how he looks yep he says everything about Santos screamed just mediocrity. Mm. Uh, he's not a beast. He's not skinny. He's everything in the middle. But he did warn that if we have to be what we have to be careful of. He says and I always caution myself on this, and I ran into trouble with former President Trump. Is mm-hmm. we cannot mistake absurdity for lack of danger. Mm. It takes people with no shame to do shameful things. Adding that absurd absurdity is where the real danger always is. And he's saying how like if we're not careful. He could maybe not on the level of Trump, but be very Trump-like because of how ridiculous this is, that you don't take him as being dangerous or a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went on to say, I misjudge Trump because he's so ridiculous. And when you think about it, well, the worst people in history have been ridiculous. Mm. And like, yeah, the lies that he's telling, nobody will, you wouldn't think they're true because they're so far-fetched and ridiculous. So, yeah. Right. Um, We'll see how this. It's like every week, every day, a new story comes out about him, and it's hard to believe that is not true at this point. Which this is very Trump-like, if you think about it. I'm just saying, 2016, putting it as a bookmark reference. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, mm-hmm. we have bingo cards that clearly half people have ended up in jail or prosecuted in some capacity. So I'm just saying, since then, there is a trend that I would like to end. Like, seriously. I don't care if if I didn't vote for you or if I did. I just have an expectation of the Democratic, Republican, Independent, Green Party, Whig, Com- I don't even care what caucus you are a part of. I would just have an expectation that you're not putting a known criminal and you know who the heck this person is. Do you know their name? 
Like, do you know these people? <laughs> yeah. If you really care about America. Yeah. This is uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, uh, I'm just jumping into the legal minute. Can I just jump into it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to run out of time a little bit. All right. It's cool. So, rapper Flo Rida, if you haven't heard, he had a win against Celius Energy Drinks. So, they awarded him $82 million in damages. I wonder how much of that he's really going to get. They ain't getting that much. Right. Oh, yeah. So, basically, Celius... Celsius, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't I know like, why I said Celius. I, like, I did say right. Celius, didn't I? You did. Okay, so Celsius, they were guilty of breaching an endorsement deal that they had from 2014 to 2018, and they hid information from him. So um, I guess, really, he had a deal that I guess he had 1% ownership of the company. And he would provide some endorsements and things of that nature. Well, of course, since they were hiding all the money, he wasn't getting paid anything. And the took him to court, and he won. So, hey, whatever y'all did to Flo Rida, y'all did it to me, too. <laughs> I mean, $82 million. I, I did try. I, I do laugh at the fact that he's... I gained a new respect for the judicial system because he wasn't asking for $82 million. He really wasn't. It was like a few hundred thousand, I think it was, or something yeah. like that. And they came back with this. So yeah. yeah. What do you mean you don't have... Well, remember this was the jury of his peers. I know. So before you sit there and place the judges and attorneys and all the other stuff, I, I, just remember this was the people system. walking down your neighborhood streets. He says a new respect for the... They're part of the judicial system. I know. So are you. What about me? You because is it our peers? You're a peer in our in your community. I, all I said is that he said he has a new respect for the judicial system because we're amazing. This is what he, he thinks the jury judge and his attorney. I think them too. If I was asking for a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> and you got me eighty two point six, yes, I do have a newfound respect for the judicial system. Now, would it screw me in the next minute? Yes, it will probably. But as of today, right as now, today. in this moment. <laughs> I have 82.6 million reasons to believe that this is a great system. Now, yeah, they will. I'm sure they're going to either appeal or negotiate some deal down of what he will really get. Right. Because um, I think pretty much everybody knows he's not getting that 82.6. I don't even know if that company has that much money. They probably don't. Um, yeah, they're going to appeal it to reduce the amount. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. Sure that, Absolutely. That um, since we brought him up a minute ago, um, Trump. Yeah. Um, and his lawyers, they were sanctioned nearly $1 million. I'm dropping the bucket for some of them. Right, that's true. Um, um, by a federal judge on Thursday. Uh, they are ordered to pay more than $900,000 in sanctions for suing former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton over the 2016 presidential election claims that it was rigged. What? I thought that was the basis of his... New campaign, but of every campaign. Okay, so um, actually, he was seeking Trump was seeking seventy million dollars in damages when he accused Clinton and thirty other defendants of compromising a weave of false narratives during the two. Flo Rida's attorney (laughs) because. Clearly, they, they know how to get you more money than yes. Right. So they were during the 2016 election that Trump and his campaign were colluding with Russia in their efforts to win the race. So this was actually a um, U.S. district court in Southern District of Florida that ordered these sanctions against Trump. Um, you think this one will make him quiet? No. Oh, okay. I just he wanted. Already, he already commented. I, I already know, they but I just, I just, I <laughs> just. I just want to know if he would take it out. Because, okay, so think about it. If he says something more about Hillary at this point, is it defamation? It could be because the judge is saying that it was frivolous and there were baseless claims. That one. That claim. I got more against her. It's fine. Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah. Oh, man. Deal to my fire. What you talking about? Never ending with this man. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I, was Giuliani one of his lawyers? Yes, but I don't know if he's one of these lawyers. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, I, there are so many states that he's no longer able to practice in. I don't think he's even paid Giuliani. So, speaking of Giuliani, if yeah. you have not watched it, there is a CNN documentary called "What Happened to Rudy." That is a very interesting documentary, and it's interesting to think that if Rudy Giuliani would have stopped his political or public run mm-hmm. after 9-11 right mm-hmm. and he was deemed like this hero in he, new york city he, 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 he did a great job right america's mayor right 
Mm-hmm. We probably would have had LaGuardia renamed Rudy Giuliani Airport. There's a couple of middle schools and elementary schools called Giuliani Elementary and everything. And the way that he has tarnished that part of his reputation from his actions, oh, yeah. you know, it's astounding. And it was a good journey on that documentary. It's a four-part documentary that y'all should check out. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's definitely looked at in the same light as he once was. That's without a doubt. Right. And it just tells, takes a journey through it. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, last but not least, Young Thug. You heard about what happened? Nah. Okay, so yesterday or the day before yesterday, there was like one of the defendants that was trying to bring some contraband supposedly to the courthouse because they were having a trial mm-hmm. with one of the co-defendants. Mm-hmm. So they um, found this in a bag uh, w- that the mom brought to the courthouse. Uh, <laughs> baby mama takes responsibility of actually putting these um uh about actually putting these items into the bag then yesterday another co-defendant or could be the same co-defendant i don't know but co-defendant um gives young thug a percocet during the hearing well, right before the hearing, then the judge walks in. Crazy, huh? I mean, like, do y'all realize there's cameras in the courtroom? And they are on, and those mics are hot 24-7. Do you hear me? There's a <laughs> South Park episode. It is Waiting a, to happen? Well, it's already happened. Oh, okay. Uh, when Stan's father got arrested on St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. And he called Stan and was just like, I need you to sneak some weed into the jail for me. Put in the cake and bring me the weed. He's like... He's doing this over the payphone. Oh, no. He's like, Dad, I'm not doing that. Like, no, right. You bring me, and he does it. Well, he just told him just to get him some weed, and he brings it like in a cake. Mm-hmm. Just cake. I didn't ask you to bring me no cake. I told you to bring me weed. What's wrong with you? Oh, no. The cop is standing right there. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Take the cake. He's like, right. oh, 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 thank you for the cake. But there's also some old TV shows. I can't remember it now. My mama used to watch it. Mm-hmm. Where they always like, would, no, it was DuckTales. That's what it was. Oh, gosh. I, it, I don't know if you ever watched DuckTales. Yes, I did. So there was the bank robbers that were always in, in jail, and the mama would always like bake them a cake with a nail file in it or something and go visit them in jail to give them something to break out of jail with. Uh-huh. This is very similar to that to me. Like they've been watching this stuff, and it's just now is that crept what young thug into is reality doing? of sneaking in drug contraband. Here, here, dog, here's a, here's a Percocet. Let me go ahead and get you one of these. And, Right. No. So is this YSL the label or is this YSL the game? Um, not. I mean, they're making the argument stronger and stronger for the game accusation to be relevant. I'm, I'm sit right here. Right. Be good. Not going to have me involved. Nope. Right. But I'm just shocked at the idea that they would even use this as a forum or a place to conduct a drug exchange. <laughs> Molly Percocet. Anyway, that is. Oh wait, one more story. Okay. Supreme Court. They didn't find the leak. Though, if you remember back when there was a ruling that was coming out, what ruling was that? That was was a Roe v. Wade. Uh Yeah, the Roe v. Wade uh, ruling. Mm -hmm. um, The opinion had leaked. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that was. It was like June-ish or so. It was like right. Mid- it, was, it was that was last year. It was last right? year, right? Okay. Yeah. So it was before June because they get out in June, right? So, so it like, had to been before, like January or something, right? So nonetheless, they did an investigation, but the investigation was not able to produce the person that was the cause of the leak. May second. May second. Mm-hmm. When mm. the leak came out, because it was before the May fourth be with you. Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. I'm glad okay. you are hip to that now. I'm not doing it on May the 4th, though. Yes, we are. All right. Well. Nah, yeah. We're going to do this black excellence, and then we'll run away. Okay. Cool. Real quick, because I know we got to get up out of here. Yes. Uh, All right. So. so we'll leave them with some black excellence, and then we. <laughs> oh, when we start it off? I can. All right. USC, they're naming their field after Alex. Allison Felix. Um, They just made the announcement and unveiling of the new um, field. So congratulations to her. Good job. Yes. And then P and Snoop have teamed up together again. P? 
Master P. Master P. Uh-huh. Okay. And Stu, we were talking about Young Thug. He was pushing P. Uh, Just wanted know. to know what we were pushing right now. No, P and Snoop. You remember Snoop used to be on No Limit for a minute. I understand what they were, but I just need to, we got to, we got to specify the P's these they, days. They know the only P is P. Uh, okay. Uh, um, you know, Snoop talked about how P basically saved his life because he was. My ready. dad doesn't know who P is. Master P. We got to say, what's his name? His real name? Percy. Percy Jenkins. Miller. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Master Percy. P upload after he's done his beef with his son. Master P uploaded a video himself uh, commemorating the partnership with um, Brodus Food, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Snoop's company. And they're celebrating the distribution deal of this black owned cereal company. So. Uh, it's with post-consumer brands mm-hmm. and their breakfast food products is Snoop Cereal and Brodus Foods. So, um, so just so my dad knows, that's Percy. Percy. Percy Miller. Yeah, I might call him Percy. And Snoop. He knows Snoop. Anybody call him. Everybody knows like Snoop Dogg. They look just like Fruit Loops. I think my grandma even knows who Snoop Dogg Everybody is. Everybody knows Snoop Dogg. He hang out with Martha Stewart. Everybody knows who Snoop That's Dogg right. is. That's right. That's why they got into they, cereal because they, she knows how to cook with Martha. They don't know who Snoop Dogg is, but they know this Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. So, no, they might know oh, who. There's a TikTok. I actually saw folks like, Wait a minute, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to hurt his. It's his history. You are. It's his history. They're like, wait, okay. Snoop, did, Snoop did what? Oh no, we're not talking about that part. Uh-huh. I'm just like, I'm yeah. focusing on. He's doing good. So shout out yeah. to him. Okay, and last but not least, <laughs> I like the way we just stood up for him. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. And that's the right. good things. Right. Snoop loved the kids. Supreme Court Justice uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. She is going to be telling her story. Who is it? Who? Everybody's telling this story. Go ahead. Oh, who isn't? I think he said, who is it? Okay, so according to CNN, she'll have a book titled Lovely One. Uh And it will take readers on a journey from her Miami upbringing to her Harvard years, marriage, and more. So she does say that her journey has been an unlikely journey. And it marries the public record of her life with what is less known. Shout out to her. Good job. So, yes, this will be the 15... 50 plus. I hate when people put women's ages like that. But uh, th- this will be her first book. And she does follow the footsteps of members like Amy Cohen, uh, Coney Barrett, also a justice, who received the payment of over $400,000 for the, her unreleased book. For her age, I just seen how they put her, it just said how old she is. I don't want to say that. Why? She might be proud of her age. I know, but I don't want to talk about, I don't know her like that. I talk about my mom's age. Well, I mean, she's like, this is what folks are, how, how much life have you lived? She's like, here's my memoir. Here's, she's been around this long. This is I know, but tell. like, I've seen my mom's birth certificate. So I know what that's going on. People be lying about their age. She might not even be that age. They could uh, That could be a misprint. She's been vetted enough. They know her age. Oh, we're vetting now in politics. She was a Supreme Court I'm justice. just joking. That was to be. We saw her on TV. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, we're vetting now. Yeah, we, we do our justices a little deeper than candidates. Oh, we do? Yeah, man, because they appointed for life. Oh, is that what we did with Amy Coney Barrett? Okay, this has been a great show today. We did. We saw her on no. TV, too. Ooh, we might have vet, but did it, did it matter? No, the vote didn't go. matter. But the vetting, you know that her age is. We got to go because you got to go. Nope. And we got to go because it's time to go. You gotta go. Okay. Uh-huh. We out of here. Y'all right. stay blessed. Um, did you do this note at the bottom? Yeah, I did. Okay. And um make sure to listen to our podcast yeah. as Giannis puts them up because I have had several requests. Yeah, I know. There's yes. there's a few reasons why some episodes hang up, I'll tell you. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't do it, y'all. No, no. Okay. There was some recording issues. So, but nonetheless, um, check out our website, www.thegrapevinetalk.com. 